Welcome to Inside My Mind with Sefi Retzloff. My name is John Retzloff. I'm his brother, and I'll be guest hosting again uh, for this episode on disability. I want to discuss uh, growing up with a disability, disability with a pandemic, and anything else that comes to his mind. Keep listening. Yesterday, October 3rd, 2020, marked 30 years since the reunification of Germany. The reunification of Germany took place over a year. from November 1989 to October 1990. One of the main individuals in the reunification of Germany was the leader of the Federal Republic of Germany or West Germany, Helmut Germany was reunified after it was divided at the end of the Second World War. Germany was originally divided as a result of its defeat and capitulation at the hands of the Allies. The Allies successfully brought down the totalitarian regime of Nazi Germany in 1945. However, the relationship between the Soviet Union in the East and the Western Allies of France, Great Britain, the United States it just had deteriorated during the course of the war resulting in the partition of Germany into West and East West Germany consisted of two-thirds of Germany so that would be southern Germany and the northwest quarter 
of Germany. The northeast quarter of Germany was occupied by the Soviet Union. Germany's capital, Berlin, had also been divided between East and West. The reunification of Germany was a great geopolitical triumph on the part of the on the part of the West. One of the main results of the reunification of Germany was the fall of the Soviet Union, which occurred 14 months later on December 26th, potentially get out of the hospital on Monday. This information is coming from the Associated Press the White House the BBC many other sources. Today, the president took a motorcade outside the hospital to greet and wave to his supporters, which 
had gathered outside starting on, on Friday evening. There have been some in the United States. and spoken ill of the president. And wished his demise. Um, having learned of his COVID-19 diagnosis. That is very disgusting. Because even if you don't like the president's policies, he is still a human being and has a right to life. Others in the United States and around the world continue to pray for the president's speedy recovery. The 2020 presidential election is heating up. There was a debate between the incumbent president, Donald Trump, and Vice President Joe Biden. Joe Biden was the vice president for the previous president, Barack Obama. The debate itself was very chaotic and it's and sometimes lacked substance. The candidate the candidates talked over each other. There's a lot of shouting. There are times as well that the moderator, Chris Wallace, would also try to break up the debate or trying to re-steer the debate in, uh, into better territory, but it didn't seem to work. There was talk about the COVID response, Trump's taxes, uh, 
there was just so much back and forth that it was hard to keep up. Um, people are saying that Donald Trump won the debate, particularly himself, and people on the conservative side. Liberals are blaming Donald Trump for the uh, uh, debate fiasco. A lot of support for the president can be seen um, through social media and what is covered on uh, conservative media outlets such as Fox News and others. Our media is very divided. You've got Fox News, The Daily Wire, and The Daily Caller, which are considered to be on the more conservative end of the political spectrum. CNN is considered a more liberal news outlet. ABC is also in there, but uh, it's primarily... CNN gets the most um, coverage, I'd say. The best way to actually get any real sense of what's going on in the United States, a non-biased opinion would probably be foreign news organizations such as the BBC, a British Broadcasting Company. First Lady Melania Trump is also said to have tested positive for COVID-19. So we pray for the speedy recovery of both President and First Lady and that God might be with the entire First Family at this time. There are many throughout the world that are suffering from coronavirus. So 
prayers go out to them as well. Twenty twenty is going to end up being one of the most interesting years so far. only God knows how it will end. Starting October 12th, there will be confirmation hearings for Amy Barrett. She's from the central part of the United States. Studied at uh, Notre Dame law school in Indiana she was a clerk or an assistant to the late justice Anthony Scalia. I don't know how the confirmation hearing will and will turn out because some members of Congress have COVID nineteen symptoms. The confirmation hearing is also very close to November 3rd, which is the actual date of the election. The Republicans currently control the Senate, which is the house in which the confirmation confirmation hearings will take place. Some interesting facts about the judge also include that I believe has a total of of seven children. I know at least two of them are adopted from Haiti. One has a disability.
the judge is considered a constitutionalist which means she will most likely interpret the constitution as written and not try to do as, as much advocacy from the bench according to conservative sources there are some people that aren't real fans of the judge particularly in the media she comes highly regarded by her school and me- members of the supreme court around uh, justice scalia the previous confirmation hearings were very tense particularly justice kavanaugh i hope Amy Barrett's confirmation hearing is smoother and a lot more concise. We'll see how that goes. The Minnesota Vikings had their first win on Sunday. So now their tally is one win, three losses. So that was fun to listen to. And watch. Thank you for listening.